Okay, so you don't have to be horny to send a dick pic. Uh, yeah, no, 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 you should not send a flaccid dick. What is this snake? Going deep and deeper. Hey guys, this is Deepak and welcome to Going Deep with Deepak, the, to- the show where, where we talk shit about shit and we go deep in the end. So today I'm going to start us off with everyone telling a fun fact about themselves and then we'll let's go around. A fun fact about me is my mom once actually tested me for gigantism. <laughs> I mean, I see why, because usually Indians don't... don't don't reach six, six, six foot five. Yes. And I'm like, oh shit. A and lot like, of I, you have big hands and big, big foot. I have huge feet. I'm literally like, <laughs> they could make happy feet on me. Do you have to, do you have to wear like, in, um, like uh, custom shoes? Yeah. No way. Dude, I, I could, I used to custom order my shoes and shit, then ship, ship them to India. <laughs> Holy shit. Has that helped you in any other department? Or? Yes. Yes. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> we'll leave yeah, that up to around. the uh, audience's imagination. <laughs> oh, oh. Alki, do you want to go next? Yes. Uh, well, mine's not really like a fun, fun fact, but uh, like everyone assumes because I'm a musician that I'm really stupid. But actually, in high school, I was considered like a math whiz, and that's what I was known for, like going to math competitions, and I was a year ahead. It kind of sounds like a brag. But We're bragging. It's okay to brag. <laughs> I just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, okay. misconception about it. Good to know. That's, that's cool. Um, good enough, Alki. That's good enough. <laughs> French Alex, what about you? What is, I, you have had a very interesting life. So, uh, yeah, like, uh, I think I have, like, several fun facts, and I would say that, like, one... She that, has the most fun facts. No, like, 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 the, like, the stupidest one, I would say, is, like, uh, I've done the French championship, or, uh, championship of Pokemon on DS uh, in 2009, <laughs> back in the time. It was amazing, and I finished at the sixth place. So I was uh, such a sad man. Yeah, uh, man. Man, the winner. Man, the winner was supposed to go to uh, to win like a very good prize. Like it was How much? like a baguette. <laughs> Close enough, man. Good one, was, good one. Man, it was like a trip to Hawaii, uh, oh. all included, of course. But he came sixth, not first. <laughs> yeah, came that's sixth. fine, man. He still has nightmares about that. And, and just just to say, I lost because uh, because my opponent had has like a lot of chance during the match, but like oh. like a lot of my attacks didn't like manage to hit the his Pokemon, <laughs> and I was like, dude, what the fuck? This is not normal, man. You know? And uh, uh, that was humiliating because <laughs> because well, we're getting deep already. You no, know, because I uh, like like. It was the semi-finals and uh, there were like a lot of people watching it and like uh, my sister was in, was in the front row watching my uh, my match and the, uh, the host of the, the show uh, come to my sister and she was like yeah Alex uh, you're gonna win we believe in you and I lost tragically like a shit and, uh, <laughs> I think I, I think I cried for a week because no. like, <laughs> oh, God. so it was sad fun moment. and then it was sad oh. already going deep with Zipak yeah, already already okay thanks. Quinn <coughs> oh me! A fun fact about you. <laughs> okay. A She's fun eating salad fact, right fact about an American from New York. Yes. Um. So I like to eat steaks completely raw, oh. completely uncooked. No, this is true. Um. And yeah, I think they're really delicious. I don't eat any other meat raw, but a steak. Chicken. <laughs> how long? How long does it take you to to completely, you know, put the thing down? Oh, I don't eat it in one bite. Uh, right. When I walk through the meat section in grocery stores, I <laughs> just bite on it and see how good it is. She goes crazy, man. She goes crazy. It's delicious. It's like a really, really rare steak. 
That was that's a fun, fun fact. That was fun fact. That was fun fact. That's interesting, Quinn. Try to top that, Yannick. Interesting. Yeah. I will try. I will try. Um, yeah. So, fun fact about me is that. Uh, before the sad life started, so between 15 and 18, uh, I really enjoyed punching and tipping cows in Germany. Oh, God. <laughs> With, like... Peter, Peter <laughs> is coming. For all the vegans listening. Yeah, why? Why so, would you do yeah, that? So, yeah, so I live on the countryside and, Whoa. you know, uh, sometimes, not often, but sometimes cows sleep while they're standing. And so you just can go up to them and be, then be like, you know... That's so disrespectful. Push them over so that they fall, and they're going to do like, and then, and then you just run away. Yannick, I know where you sleep, and I'm going to consider doing that to you, because that's yeah. just that would be really disrespectful. Funny. <laughs> maybe, Karma. maybe. And you know what the thing is? The cows are actually pretty fast, and they can jump high. So we have, we have fences. No way, no way. More fun facts. Like, at all the, you know, edges of the, of the field, and then, you know, one, bo- one dude, he just holds it open so that everyone can go in can- and go out. Just up. painful. Um, and so we punch it and then we run away very fast, go through the hole and run to back to the house. And I was not there, but one time I was told that actually a cow pursued them and jumped over the fence. Oh, As it yes. should have. Good for the cow. Yes. And then, and, then, and then, yeah, the rest is history. But that was, that was not a fun night. Dude, if, if anyone gets to know in India, they send the Indian intelligence to fucking Germany and hunt me down. As they should, that's karma for waking up innocent poor cows. Okay, but sometimes as an Indian, I can say that, I can say that Cows can be assholes too. Yes. <laughs> well, talking about Indians. Quinn yeah. and the house in general had a very strange interaction with with an with a man of South Asian descent last night. We weren't sure if he was Indian. So. Well, um, I am not so careful when I add people on Facebook because I'm a friendly person. I like to make friends. You know. <laughs> Even with the fake accounts. Add Quinn on Facebook. I get the, ever since I made a Facebook when I was like. 13 or 14, um, these men add me and they start off the conversation by saying something really nice, like, hey, beautiful. And you say, aw, hey. I'm beautiful, that's true. Yeah, I am. Like, thank you for noticing that I am beautiful. (laughs) And then there's some small talk for maybe 30 seconds and then they get into the dick pics, which is what I'd like to talk about. So as a girl, would you say, do you ever want to receive a dick pic? Never. Never in my life. And that is no disrespect to you guys. It, it's just like, I have no purpose, nothing to do with that. Even if we're in love and we're like, I, I just don't Yeah, it depends, it depends it. on the person. I mean, they probably, just, it, they probably just have a very big pool of people that they, you know, approach and apply hey, to. And then, hey, you know, hey. one just gives them the offer. And then hey. like... No, yeah, you're special. saying I'm not special. Queen is special. Huh? You're saying I'm not special. I'm just one in a million. Maybe, well, no, no you're I, special I'm because maybe, you accepted the request. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you accepted the request and you offered something in return. But, you know, maybe, maybe you know, they're just going and just putting it all out there. And there are like two to three girls who actually do it. So... Right. Um, yeah, well, that would actually imply that you're an important, but Thank I don't want to say that in this case. <laughs> I am important. Um, back to dick pics in general. I'm speaking for myself and every girl that I've ever spoken to and had this conversation with. No girl has ever wanted that picture. I, but, I, like, for me, like, okay. I've, I, I was in a long-distance relationship. Okay. Kind of. Okay. <laughs> Someone I knew. Someone I knew. And, like... You know, she wanted. She asked she me asked. for the disc. 
Did yeah. she ask for a video or just a picture? Both. What did you say? Okay. What did you say? I said, I've sent In terms of long distance, I can kind of yeah. get it. Because uh, I don't want to feel bad because I sent a dick pic. <laughs> no, if you, it was asked. If it was if asked. It was, if it was explicitly asked for, mm -hmm. then that's different. In the, mm -hmm. in the rare case that it is. Alki, you are... You're uh, clear from any guilt. Thank you. Question. Yeah. So... <laughs> it was prepared so, for I mean, the last minute, man. I have received... Dick pics? Nah, <laughs> no, actually, not for once, but I have also received, you know, the pictures of the other gender, Females. you know? Yes, yes, you yeah. know, like, naked <laughs> pictures. Females are great. You know? I like getting them, I like sending them. I just... Them. Oh, okay, okay, because okay. Because that's okay. different. But, 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 but say this. So, a dude sends a girl a dick pic and then she sends a naked pic back. Does that mean she enjoys it? Um, no. I think that... <laughs> but why would she do that? So then? listen, as yeah. a girl, I like, sending, I like sending nudes. I think it's fun. I think women's bodies are beautiful and I we think are. that they... We you, all agree. You get a dick pic and metaphorically you get the thumbs up from the guy to like, I want nudes and if you want to send them, you send it back. But it's not because, oh, seeing that dick like, Turned you on, and I. Oh, okay, but I mean, in general, you know, like girls have to be mentally, sexually stimulated to make the <laughs> no. step to send the nude. You know, we can like, stimulate they, they have to be, they have to be, they have no, to no, be, no, 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 they have to be some, somehow, <laughs> no. you know, like. Can I be honest with you? You know, you know what I mean. Yannick, I'm gonna drop some truth on you. Seeing your <laughs> dick does not sexually stimulate us. <laughs> oh, maybe in oh, person. Wait, 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 wait. Let me finish. Maybe in person. <laughs> Seeing a photo of a dick doesn't. Our own bodies are sexy. Okay, okay, so you yeah. don't have to be horny to send a dick pic. Uh, no. You should not send a flaccid dick. What is a snake? When I take, when I send nudes, I like I turn myself on by because oh. it's oh. because of girls' your bodies are fucking beautiful. But, like, but that requires own, a lot of self confidence and as well. Like, no, there's something sexy about like. Also, I think girls find it sexy to turn guys on. Okay, okay, okay. So all the desperate male out there who yes. really like sending or think they should send dick pics yes. to receive nude pictures. Yes. So what should they do to make a reciprocal, you know, attraction? I think just compliment the girl. You can set the tone the of the conversation as sexy without sending a dick pic, you can just be like, hey, But most sexy. guys can't do that. So that's yes, basically... Yes, you can. Any guy can do it. Have you talked to nudes. Deepak? Dude, honestly. Okay. Just I've coached point. Deepak and I Wait, will continue hi, to coach comma? Deepak. Send nudes. No, I don't think Wait, that's a good... Uh, no, never just say send nudes. Yesterday I uh, gave my Tinder to Deepak. He sent a message to a girl like, send by him send nudes and she answered today. Oh, that was from Alex. But was it nudes? Did she, did she send nudes? Ah, no, she just right. so, she, she just inserted uh, how about no? I think... Oh, so she <laughs> rejected listen, you! Listen, yeah. listen, so why are you saying this is a success story? Women, no, it was not a story. I didn't say it was a success story. Women but, uh, want yeah. to feel I, special. I, it was about like the, the fact that said, said, uh, saying like send nudes doesn't help. Yeah, it, it doesn't help at all. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. This is how you do it. This is my advice. Saying send nudes makes us feel like you're texting a million girls and that this is just... You want to like, make hey, the girl, beautiful. yeah, you, you want to say, hey, start the conversation hey, and then get into something like, hey, you're like, I've been thinking about you, like, you're so sexy, like, I would love to see a picture of you, see if she's comfortable with it, make her feel very important, and like, when she sends it, 
be like, oh my God, like that's so sexy. Maybe say like, that got me so hard. And then you can ask, <laughs> would you like, I don't know. Girls get turned on by like intimacy. So remember that. Uh, girls' bodies are really more like interesting to me than, no disrespect. Oh, I'm attracted to men. I just, thank I'd rather you, see like titties than I did. And that's all <laughs> I got to say on the subject. Thank, thank you, Quinn, for enlightening us yeah. on that this debate. important topic to start off our podcast. Okay, so now, okay, speaking of dicks, I think the biggest dick over here is Yannick. And oh, his nice, birthday is coming up in like two weeks. Yes. Yannick, what birthday, is your weirdest birthday memory? Craziest, oh, yeah. weirdest like weirdest birthday memory. It's actually, I think it was actually, or it's the worst. It was actually my 18th birthday. And so... Um, during my years between, you know, 15 and 18 or 16 and 18. You were punching cows. <laughs> that I was doing too, but I was, also, I was also not drinking that much alcohol be- because, I don't know, I never liked beer or I never got used to it. A German? So if I, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, on that evening, we went in, at the beginning, in the beginning we had champagne and then everyone was coming up to me saying, bro, you know, drink something. And before the party, my mom was like, please do me a favor. Please don't mix up your drinks. Like, only drink one drink consistently until the end. And everyone came up to, to me with drinks, and they were all red. All of them. Okay. And so I was inside drinking, like, 25 cocktails. <laughs> At some point, I went out to get bread, and I had to go... <laughs> 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 because I wanted to eat something. So I went out and was exposed to air, and then I had something like, you know, like an, like an oxygen shock, and all the alcohol hit simultaneously. Like, when I was inside, it was fine. I was... You know, I was in another universe at that point. I was like, just, I, I passed out. My best friend took me in the yard. I, I think I vomited like a few liters. Nice. Yeah. And then I went to bed. Yeah. I slept at 12 a.m., half an hour later than my friend. And the following three days were the worst three days of my life in terms of uh, hangovers because I couldn't do anything. I was literally drinking water and I was running to the toilet again. So Sounds like a that fun was, birthday, that was, man. That was, that was really funny and really disgusting. Okay, guys, so um, my craziest story on the birthday was uh, also my 18th birthday, like Yannick. Nice. And uh, I didn't I, 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 I didn't have the time to uh, eat something uh, before my birthday party because I was in class and I had to go back quickly to my home. So basically, I didn't eat anything uh, since lunch. And, uh, Non-favorable starting conditions. Uh, no, man. Uh, <laughs> That was a sign, man. <laughs> and basically, I arrived at my apartment and uh, all my friends were already there. So we started to do a lot of drinking games. A lot of drinking games. <laughs> a lot. A lot, man. And starting at a moment, we started to do like uh, tequila shots. Mm-hmm. And we were, doing, we were doing it by groups of two and I was adding myself to the groups of two that were going to take a shot each time. So I'd take like maybe 12 <laughs> shots in uh, 20 minutes. Genius. Alex, well, why was there no one in your group on your birthday? What? And uh, the last thing I remember of this night is me jumping on a friend, like on his back. And, and then, then uh, I woke up suddenly in, uh, I woke up suddenly like this uh, on my sofa in my living room with all my family awake. <laughs> and I looked at him and I was like, Oh shit, my parents, they were like right in front of me looking at me like if I was like a big trash yesterday. I was so, I was so drunk, I, I started to puke in front of everyone in my, in my living room. So they, they gave me a trash and they made me uh, sit on the, on the sofa. 
They lost so much respect for you. For and then, I, and then also after, uh, after my mother decided to to film uh, everything. What? Oh no! Yeah, so, so she had my sister record uh, oh. recording me uh, during all my my time puking in front of her. That's gonna right? chase you for the rest of your life. This video, you never hope yeah, it comes and out. Yeah, the worst, the worst in the the worst in this uh, story is that uh, I I bought already before uh, the party uh, table uh, in a club. Mm-hmm. Uh, of like 500 euros and I wasn't able to go there uh, only my friends but, but and your my sister. friends went? yeah and my sister but you didn't go? they completely left him alone we I already know go, but I was not able to walk anymore <laughs> we already know that French, French Alex's friends always abandoned him so <laughs> this story just adds on no 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 actually no no. they, they stayed like for maybe an, an, uh, an hour before my parents uh, uh, came back to my house and then my parents say, yeah, yeah, we already paid for the, the the table, so just go there. That's fine. We're gonna take care of him. And there was like just one friend who stayed like for one more hour, <laughs> keeping me like he was saying to my mother, like, yeah, no, okay, I'm gonna take care of him. It was fucking drunk. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's all. Uh, drunk yeah. people taking get, care of drunk people. Yeah, drunk care people. Drunk people. It brings out the intimacy between a person when you're drunk and taking care of another drunk person. There's nothing better. I That's true, it's, man. It's it's you get so you bond with someone else when you're sh- fucking destroyed. It's nice to feel needed. Exactly, <laughs> and it's not nice to take care of people. Yeah. Well, I think it's, uh, I mean, I'd rather have that than uh, have your friends forget your birthday, oh. which is what happened to me oh, <laughs> last year. Uh, oh. <laughs> It's in this house, in this house, in this house, in this house, with people. Uh, yeah. So whenever someone has a birthday, like the other people, you know, decide to plan something nice for them, like buy them a gift, get them a cake, like surprise them on their birthday, and I've participated in that many times. <laughs> so, uh, so when it was my turn, my birthday came. I was sitting next to my best friend in the theater, and it turns twelve o'clock, and she doesn't, she didn't say anything. So I thought maybe when I go back, they're gonna like I'll be there with a the cake. So I get back home, no one's there. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe tomorrow, maybe in the morning. Or maybe, I don't know, they have something like big planned. And just nothing happened. And luckily I got the day off because it, like, uh, there were wildfires, so I didn't have to go into my internship. So I was like watching a movie by myself during lunch. Oh. And, then all, and then luckily a friend that had left and was living in Italy posted something on Instagram saying happy birthday. And... Luckily, that happened, and then everyone like realized, yeah. and then they, oh, uh, we all went out later and everything. Aww. You don't even call me. Well, we weren't friends, Deepak. Oh. Then, oh. and we, I don't know if we are now. <laughs> oh. But uh, Deepak, you have, I think you have a sadder story to I say. I think I have a sadder story, oh. but it's a story I, I just, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm just so cool with it right now. <laughs> you like, accepted it. Like, like, I, yes. Yeah. Okay. So it was my seventeenth, uh, my eighteenth eve. I like about it on eighteen at midnight. And then I was just like, oh, all right. Let's, I think tonight I'm going to have a good night. And my parents were out. Uh, they were, I think they had some conference. And my sister w- was at her university. And I was just like, oh, should be a good night. I might, my, maybe I'll call my friends over. Mm-hmm. And then I texted a few of them. And I just joined, joined undergrad. And mm-hmm. like, they were like, no, it's kind of far. We can come right now. Maybe we'll just like hang out tomorrow. And then, so I was, it's like 9 p.m. So I ordered my favorite food, like my Indian food. I was in India ordering Indian food. <laughs> if I think about that right now, I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. So I ordered my favorite Indian food in India. And, and then I, I, I ate that and I was like, all right, let's watch a movie. 
So for some reason, Green Lantern was playing on the TV. Oh no! Which just made everything even sadder. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was we, like were, a we were movie. we were we oh, were we were like edging towards midnight, and I saw the clock like come close to twelve, and I was like, "All right, let's see what's happening." Twelve or five, blank. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! No one messaged. <laughs> no, okay. no, I I did get, and I got a, my first message at like one a.m. Your mom. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> it was a friend who I met like who I met like at a MUN conference a few a few years ago, and he was the first person to message me. I was like, "What the so fuck?" Sad. But how do you feel about you know? Sometimes I mean, I you have a group of close friends like I don't know, depending on the person, like one to three, five to seven, or like. A group of ten, you know. Thanks for the number. Thank you for making. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, or more. But it can be eight. It can be eight. Yeah. So and and you know like for those people, I you know would stay up to you know call them at midnight or you know be with them on the day when it turns. But then there's like a huge pool of people that I know, but and I would you know hang out with them sometimes, but not stay up. Just for that until midnight. If I don't sleep at midnight, you know, like normally I would sleep earlier, like at eleven maybe. And then, you know, the morning after, I open my phone and they get like really mad because I didn't text them, "Hey, happy birthday." I mean, it's kind kind of annoying if you if you have to text someone to if you get a text like that saying, "Why don't you wish you wish me at midnight?" You don't know how to respond to that. It's yeah, so exactly. embarrassing yeah. and awkward. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck? But I mean, honestly, birthdays are overrated. So stupid. I agree. <laughs> overrated. I agree. I I with both of you. I I think birthdays should be a time to celebrate. But in my experiences, it it's always like uh, it never works out the way I want it to. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And when I was turning eighteen, um, I was in. So I was going to outpatient rehab, which is like you can. You you don't live in the facility, but you have to go like three yeah. times a week, and they they test your pee, and they do all sorts of fun things, and everyone gets in a circle and talks about their sad lives. Um, anyways, I had a meeting on my 18th birthday. Before that, I went to hang out with some friends, and they were like, "You've got to smoke weed with us, like it's your 18th birthday." And I hadn't smoked in a while because I was trying to be good. Um, but I was like, "Fuck it, it is my 18th birthday. I'm going to do it. I don't care if it shows up." Um, and I smoked, and I got really high, uh, and I had to go to the meeting. Oh, no. Um, so I walked into a meeting where I was not in rehab for marijuana, but a lot of the people I was grouped with were. So I'm listening to all these people being like, yeah, weed ruined my life, and this How? and that, and I don't know. But I wasn't there, so I'm just, and I'm trying to just be as quiet as possible, because I know if I say anything, I'm going to, uh, it's going to be obvious that mm-hmm. I'm not sober um and then i got away with not saying anything for the whole meeting and then at the end the meeting leader brought it up that it was my birthday he was like hey quinn i know it's your birthday today and everyone was like happy birthday he was like we know how tempting it can be to like relapse or do substances on your birthday how are you gonna fight off the urge she was and i was just i don't remember what i said but it it didn't go well. Did they know you were high? <laughs> Nobody said anything, but they just kind of gave me a look like, 
Yeah, yeah. High people, people have been high, recognize high people. And I was just like, oh, it's, you know, it's going to be hard, but I'm fine. Uh, And uh, yeah, that was my 18th trip. That was was a nice one. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now that we're thinking about, like, now we're spoken about deep topics like rehab, I think it's time for us to go deep with Deepak, where we're going to talk about. Uh, the, a person who had the strongest influence on our life, someone who you really lo- lo- looked up to and someone who inspired you to be the way that you want to be or the someone who you look up to, essentially. Should I go first? Can I go first? Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. It is my show. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it'd be my grandfather. Because yeah. he grew up in a time like the 50s, uh, early 40s, early 1950s. And like, he grew up with tons of like morals and obedience and like obedience and you and discipline. That? No, I'm not. <laughs> he was he was a really strict man and he was an amazing person. Like he knew how to have fun, but he also knew when to you know when shit gets real. You you need to start moving or working on. You need to take control of who you are. And like he was, I, I was really close to him as a child, and I think he left a really big impact on me growing up. And how do you think I he just, you? Sorry? How do you think he impacted you? I don't know. I mean, the way he would talk to me, the way he would treat people, the way he would talk to other, like, be kind, essentially. Like, he was a very nice person. He was stern, but uh, below, he was really nice and really kind-hearted. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can go. Um, I think that the person who has influenced me the most in my life is definitely my father. For, I would say, like, two different kind of reasons. First, like for a person who is right now, uh, he's like, he has been like, he's very successful. Uh, I really like him a lot, like how he is now. And also because of all the history that he had, like when he was 20 and his sister was like 18, his bo- uh, both of his parents died. So he had to uh, find a job, stop, uh, stop his university for some moment to take care of his sister and her studies and stuff like that. So it was like, he started really from scratch. He did again a uni- uh, university in the south of France. He started to do, to do law. And uh, he, went, he went on uh, real estate after. And, and he, he, because he's a hard worker, he, he managed to, successful, to, to have a successful life and to do uh, whatever he wanted to do in his life. So, yeah. so basically, and you're inspired he's a real role model for me. Like, I really want to follow, uh, follow what, he've done, what he has done and uh, like his mentality and all. And hopefully he's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> he's going to listen, I think. Oh, <laughs> Hi, Dad. I love you. Please. Is there, can you okay, please he'll listen to this part. <laughs> can you say it in French? Salut, Papa. Je t'aime. Et il n'y a rien d'illégal dans ce podcast. Is there something you would say that um, if you achieved it, it would make your dad like proud? No, actually, because like he's kind of like real role model for me like he taught me a lot about real estate and how to love real estate and stuff like that so especially real estate porn that was for you especially oh man that was me <laughs> how to literally love real estate <laughs> I think would you like to go mm. next yeah for me it was actually a teacher it was uh, when I was 14 or 13, uh, I took a class called Music Technology in school, and there was a teacher called uh, Gary. I took a total of five years of classes with him, uh, learning how to compose music on the computer, and uh, also 
I took a class about film music with him. And he was really like the inspiration for what got me into wanting to become a composer. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just like his passion and the way he taught and the way he, uh, the way he encouraged me constantly was just something that I think without that, my, whole, my entire life would be completely different. So I really like owe him basically everything I'm doing now, I owe it to him. So uh, sadly, he passed away a few years ago, but uh, if or when I win an Oscar, I'm going to dedicate it to him. And uh, yeah, I think it's just important to like appreciate our teachers because they're kind of the unsung heroes. And I think for most of us, it's I mean, we spend so much time of our like formative years with them that they're like so important to what you become. That's true. A good yeah, that's true. teacher a can good really teacher. shape you, man. A, a bad teacher can also shape yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Generally, a lot of the values that you have when you're uh, an adult comes from like also the teachers and what they taught to you, and how they've taught to you, uh, you to act in the class and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you're a good teacher. Go on. So I have, uh, I mean, I've had teachers who have inspired me. My my dad is probably the biggest, but I'm gonna go for. Uh, uh, celebrity um, influence. I'm going to say David Bowie, uh, who I love and who I discovered, uh, I think when I was like 14 or 15, at a time in my life where I really cared too much about what people thought about me. And I, I, I wanted to, to fit in as much as possible and, and blend in. And that was really not working for me. And I discovered him and he is someone who's just so like unapologetically himself, uh, especially at a time when he was big uh, in like the 70s when that was, there were serious kind of repercussions that could come from that, but he was just, yeah, he was totally himself. He was weird and he was different and so confident about that and learning about him and listening to his music and, and finding out everything I could about him just helped me kind of embrace my Uniqueness, maybe a little too much, but uh, <laughs> uh, it, it helped me not feel the need to, to fit in and, and change who I was. So yeah, Just like teachers, I mean, celebrities yeah. can be, they are the role, mo role yeah. models for a lot of people. Kim Kardashian. Uh, so yeah, it's good that <laughs> Quinn agrees that like, art is super yes. important to, like, it can really change you. Absolutely, especially if you don't have many people in your life that are mm -hmm. yeah. helping you change. It, yeah. Art is always a place it you helps. can turn to. Yeah, it helps in like the dark, darkest of times. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, a good painting, a good book, a good song, it can change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it can make you feel understood. It can make you feel seen. It can bring out parts of you that you didn't even know were repressed. So. Shout out to artists. It's really cool. And I think today we spoke about people who had true influences over our lives and people who shaped us and people who ma made us who we are. And, and I think it's important that we acknowledge them right now. Even if we didn't do it at the time, at the moment, mm -hmm. it's imperative that we acknowledge who we had, what we had, and how it helped us become who, who we are at the moment. Mm -hmm. and, and that was deep. I was and doing was deep. Deep. and that was going deep with Deepak and this is at, I'm gonna call it quit for the night because I am I am looking at my producer in hopes of getting chicken nuggets but I cannot <laughs> see if I'm a permittive <laughs> or a negative so I'm gonna stop talking now and I'll see you guys the next time see you guys yeah.